You're listening to TJ Talks. Do the thing. Okay, let's do this thing. All right, here we go. All right, welcome to TJ Talks. I'm your co-host, Judd, and with me is, as always, your other co-host. I'm Teresa. (laughs) I'm always jumping in on you there. Sorry about that. No, you were supposed to. (laughs) Well, you know, I noticed that every time we start the show, we always have some giggling going on. We do. It's that nervous banter of... Why are we doing this? Okay, we're really doing this. Let's do this. <laughs> you, you know, it's and this show is going to be a great show because there's a lot of good, juicy content to talk about this week. So, Definitely good stuff. Yes. Some weeks there isn't as much good stuff to talk about, but this week things are just blowing up. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, exactly. Well, the whole world's blowing up, right? Right. And that's one of our topics the end of the world. The rapture happens Saturday. So. I figure we at least have three days that you'll get to listen to this podcast. That's right. <laughs> yes, listening to this podcast, I'm sure, is on everybody's bucket list before the rapture. That's right. <laughs> so we got that. And then, of course, uh, recently, our favorite place that we like to go has been naughty, according to the news. <laughs> some some uh, vertically challenged individual, a, an actual dwarf, was fired from Starbucks for being too short. <laughs> I'm sorry. The whole story makes me giggle. So, okay, I'm okay. going to try. Okay. I'm going to try to get through it when we get, when we get to that point, but yeah. And what's the last thing we're going to talk about? And the last, and one of the last things, I don't know what the order is of all this, but I think this is probably the order. And then the last it thing, now. yeah, it is, is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, former governor of California, current, man with love child yeah working on being the second father of our country right well you know (laughs) i don't understand it so i guess well maybe i I do maybe i do understand it and that's uh well i i don't know how in the year 2000 and whatever Mm -hmm. and okay this kid is now 14 years old how does someone get pregnant who doesn't want to get pregnant that's that is the bottom line problem with this whole thing is that this this woman who was impregnated by him, if he was dumb enough to do it without protection and she was dumb enough to be doing it without protection, that's the part that makes me angry. You, you want to go right into Arnold Schwarzenegger? It sounds like you're... No, I'm good. Let's talk about the rapture. Oh, okay. All right. We got to get that in first. Okay, okay. So, all right. Here we go with topic number one. It's the rapture. So... Have you seen the guy who's predicting it? You know, I think I did see a picture of him, and he's like some old guy, right? Some old white guy. His name is Harold Camping, mm-hmm. and uh, he really believes the world's going to end on May 21st. So I, I thought there was like this biblical passage that says that nobody will ever know the date and the time of the messianic arrival. Well, is he stating that the – that? We're, oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, that's true that he's trying to – the end of the world's coming, so we're all going to be taken back to Jesus. Well, those who are, you know, <laughs> for a few of us. <laughs> well, I happen to know that in the Left Behind series, there's a character in there, and his name's Judd, and he's left behind. So I'm sure oh. I'm, I'm left behind. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I've never read them, but I that I happen to know. That's what, what all right. <laughs> so all the biblical bullshit aside, okay, uh-huh. I don't care about that. Yeah. But but say it was okay. This guy's predicted the end of the world a couple times before. He's always been wrong. He's part of the purple Nike wearing Kool-Aid drinking crazy people that do this stuff. 
and and no one should pay any attention to him. But if you knew for a fact that whatever it is, if it's a rapture or a giant meteor that's going to hit the world and it was going to end on Saturday, I mean, that that does make you think, right? Sure. <laughs> I am not paying any bills until Sunday. That's all I can say. You know, I didn't think about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Now, for me, I, you know, I have a nice life. Everything's good. I can't say there's anything that I would do differently. Um, but the whole, well, you know, I've never jumped out of an airplane and I've never been to the south of, uh, or, you know, the southern coast of Italy. So it's like, well, it does make you reflect on some of those things in life that you might want to do. Uh, you know, the whole religious but, stuff. Aside. But can you be bad, you know? Can- right, exactly. We should all be out doing whatever we want or whomever we want, right? Because right. <laughs> The rapture. Right, it's the rapture. But then if you wait, you know, you wait the day before you and you beg forgiveness, you're good to go, right? That's all you gotta do is say you're sorry when it's over, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) Isn't that how it works? And maybe yeah, it might be nice to tell off all the people that you know you're never gonna see again and you know Uh there there could be some benefit there, but I I'm not gonna set my clock on it. I don't know. It'd be like a hurricane in Louisiana. Yeah, that would be pretty bad, yeah. you know. People stealing know. TVs. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, we get mess. So, and that's why I don't think we'll ever really know when it's going to happen. Even if somebody did know, we shouldn't know. Well, that that's presupposes that there actually is a messianic p- potential out there. You know, for those of you who are atheists, Right. You know, oh, this is all bullshit. And if you're um, of other religious faiths, even other Christian faiths, they don't believe this stuff. So why is this guy? This guy is getting the same kind of noise, uh, signal to noise ratio as the guy who wanted to burn Korans in Florida. Yes. They look like the same guy. They could be brothers. They're those old, you know, white raisin looking people. They just, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, why is this guy getting this kind of credible news coverage it's everywhere it's on twitter everywhere it's well you know i don't know if these are respectable news sources that are quoting him but um he is it is widely known and then what was the deal last week there was supposed to be the um city ending earthquake in rome and apparently that didn't happen oh it didn't it didn't yeah no dang about it so it hadn't happened dang wow so i guess maybe Maybe this stuff is getting the attention because of all the crazy natural disasters like we talked about last week, all the hordes of animals that are just up and dying the way they're not supposed to. Maybe that's what's spurring this on. I I don't know. Do you know anybody in your world who Mm -hmm. believes this? You know, I brought it up at Toastmasters last night. They didn't even know about it. Oh, good. I'm actually glad to hear that. That means mainstream, normal people who aren't addicted to the internet like we are right. <laughs> actually function without this knowledge and, and life is just fine for them. I'm I'm actually glad to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it is definitely not on most people's radar. So, All right. so those people, they're going to be left behind because we they, know we're lucky where we know. Right. <laughs> we can prepare ourselves correctly. Right. So. I, I plan on having my towel. Your towel. What will that do? Did you didn't see Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? I did not. No. In the in the movie or book, I, I haven't read the book. Dare uh-huh. I, dare I admit that? <laughs> Being I'm I'm losing geek street cred right now. That's right. <laughs> but, geek street cred. I, but I do have I you know I I have seen the movie and in the movie uh, you need your towel when you leave the planet. 
and uh, it, what happens is the they come to destroy the Earth in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, right? Because it's in the way of some big celestial highway that so earth has to be destroyed and they come to do it and uh it turns out there's an alien living with this gentleman on the planet okay and uh he gets him off he hitchhikes onto this other ship this other spaceship and they start this adventure and uh that's uh the beginning of hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy well sort of oh yeah. all right all right and, well- and, of, and of course zoe de chanel is in it who i'm totally like uh yeah she's your celebrity crush <laughs> one, right one yeah. of one of the number of celebrity crushes yes yes <laughs> we're entitled to a few of those you are you don't have to yes. have just one you, you can have multiple ones you should have multiple ones yeah uh, it's more fun that way yeah Yes. Because um, you're never getting them anyway, so you might Right. Well. So, yeah, you might as well have more than one. I, you uh, yeah. know, that way I can feel bad about more of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's unrequited love at its best. At its best, exactly. <laughs> she doesn't yes. even know my name. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, Harold Camping predicting the end of the world. And apparently, he's quoted as saying, um, I guess the New York Magazine asked him whether he was going to be a little nervous if six o'clock rolls around on Saturday and nothing has happened yet. And he responded, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I don't even think about those kinds of issues. The Bible is not, and God is not playing games. I don't even want to think about that question at all. It's going to happen. So he's quite certain. Quite certain. (laughs) Wow. So we'll see. I guess if we, uh, if we chat again in the future, then we'll know it didn't happen. Well, I'm going to be disappointed if there were things on my bucket list that I didn't get to do. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Well, then, so I don't know. What else do we need to talk about about the end of the world? End of the world. Wow. Well, you know what? The, doesn't this kind of fly in the face of the whole Mayan calendar thing? Well, that's supposed to be next year in 2012, right? Well, I mean, how, if, how can the Mayans be right and this guy be right? And Nostradamus p- predicted it a few times too, right? I, you know, I, I think that they think that he did at some point in time. There have been other cults that have done so. Yeah, I don't know that anyone's really going to get it. Here again, I think it's like the weather. Yeah, you can track it and you can sort of predict, but you're never really going to know what's going to happen. That's true. That is very true. It's, it's, not a, it's not an exact science, but although I do kind of think a meteor could hit the Earth again and knock out all life, I, I don't think that's outside the realm of possibilities. Right. Is that your theory about dinosaurs? Um, I guess. Maybe. I know a lot of people have that theory, right, that the meteor is what really wiped them out or started the ice age that wiped them out. Yeah, you know. Okay. I, I mean, there definitely is evidence. I, I believe in the scientific evidence that su- yeah. supports it. You know where they say that the crater is is in the middle of the uh, Gulf of Mexico. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, okay. yeah, I don't know if you knew that. Well, so. I don't really want to know when it's going to happen. I'd really prefer people just not say anything. Yeah, I I think though that if it was pretty cataclysmic like that, we'd be like mo- most people would die anyways pretty quickly. Yeah, you'd like to think, right? I mean, yeah. I don't want to. I don't know if I want to prevail. I, I have a cyanide capsule in my uh, bathroom. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, I remember Keep it on the nightstand, uh, and yes, uh, exactly. Uh, you know where I remember that cyanide capsule thing was in from, uh, from uh, Six Million Dollar Man. 
Oh, I was going to say like Get Smart, but I guess that would be too serious for Get Smart. In Six Million Dollar Man, you know, Steve Austin's like hunting down the bad guys, and yeah. he'd, he'd catch this guy, and he'd go, "All right, we got him. He's going to answer questions." And the guy would go, and he his, his head would just kind of go over to the side and go, "Damn it, he took the cyanide capsule. It's oh. like you can't get any information." So you know, stay tuned next week as Steve Austin gets the next bad guy. <laughs> Good old $6 million man. Mm-hmm. I haven't thought about that show in a long time. Dun, 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 dun. Did you have these $6 million man action figures? I, I did not. I did. Oh, I, my uh, brother did. Yeah, my brother was an action figure guy. I was uh, never never played with those boy dolls. And the uh, if you look figures. through the head of the doll, yeah. it had the special telescopic vision thing. So you could actually see you know, what Steve Austin would see. Uh, that was pretty cool. Did you play with his dolls? Of course. Yeah. Did you make him? He didn't, he didn't play with mine, but yeah, no, I would definitely abscond with his GI Joes and stuff. Um, but he's three years older than me. So by the time he was outgrowing that stuff, I was, you know, using those dolls. So what, so did GI Joe and Steve Austin have tea with Barbie? Yeah, I'm assuming they did. I, I had a Barbie <laughs> motorhome. Oh, and uh, so, yeah, you could fit like eight dolls in there. It was pretty cool. This is a Toy Story 3 episode. I can see. <laughs> it, it would be. They should totally load up in the Barbie motorhome and go somewhere. That's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, all right. So now let's uh-huh. talk about loading up and going on to our next topic. Sounds good. So, <laughs> so, so Starbucks is the place where we like to load up on our caffeinated beverage of choice. And, and Jed, I have to say, I've, I have really become addicted. I mean, I've always talked about addiction and laughed about it, yeah. but I have it every day now. It's because I have that stupid app on my phone and I have the card that's reloadable. And so I just go, Oh, it's, you know, it's like free Starbucks because I don't pay anything for it. You know, you you know what? I I hate to say we got to break you of that. (laughs) I know it's bad. I used to be fine with seven 11 coffee or AM PM coffee, but I really like the Starbucks now. (laughs) But no, you know, here's the thing. I mean, I, I love Starbucks coffee too, and I like mm-hmm. to go get a specialty drink. I don't know if you just drink regular coffee when you go. Or, no, of course not. Of course In not. fact, now I'm drinking tea there. Aye, aye, aye. So, but like I have the Keurig coffee maker, which is right. a little one cup at a time. And I bought on um, Amazon. They have they have the this uh, little paper cups. So it's not, it's easy to make your own right. coffee. Like right. originally I bought, it was a metal filter. And so mm-hmm. it was a pain in the butt because what you had to do is you had to dump out all the coffee and, you know, scrape it out, clean it out and have half the grinds go down the sink with this, right. these little paper filters. You put it in a little basket. You don't have to mess with the machine at all. Okay. You don't have to change out any of the little adapters in there or right. anything. So you just pop it in and you make it. And I make regular Starbucks and it tastes as good as the coffee. As they do. As, yeah. And um, you will get away way cheaper in the long run. You know, I mean. That's... I know, but it's the experience of it. For me, it's the break in my day and I get to stop down for a moment and just, you know, check in on my stuff and relax. Can, and I don't know. Can you buy a dollar cup of coffee? Oh, yeah. No, and I've done that before. Yes, I can do that. I can, I can do that, but I'm really excited about the other beverages. <laughs> uh, you know, if you need an intervention. <laughs> right. I think I do. I do. All right. So now, and, 
And hearing this story that we're about to talk about doesn't sway me against Starbucks, but does it sway you? Well, I don't know enough of the story, to be honest. I read what was online, which basically, here's the story. There was a gentleman or a lady, they didn't even specify gender, that happened to be a dwarf. A dwarf is generally under four nine. I believe four nine and, yes. and, and shorter is a dwarf, right? And it kind of hits home for me because I'm five five one and a half. Uh, <laughs> let me reach. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. uh, okay, so I'm short, uh, and so I'm thinking, okay, here's a person who's short. I have no idea. They could be a three foot person. I don't know, but either way, it doesn't matter. the The company chose to hire the gentleman or the lady, the dwarf. And then because the person asked for something to help them do their job better, they were told, you're fired. And, I mean, that's the gist of the story that was in Huffington Post that we read. And I'm thinking, that's not fair. I work at a keyboard, and if I need ergonomic assistance for my keyboard, which costs like, you know, 100 bucks maybe, they do whatever. Right. I get it. Right. You know, if the bathroom, if we have a person in a wheelchair and the bathroom needs to be handicap accessible, we do right. it. Right. You know, we do things to accommodate people as long as it's within reason. Now, if it's a matter of, you know, you need to be able to lift 38 pounds because that's the standard. You know, I don't know if you knew that. That's OSHA standard. Yes, 38 pounds, Th- right? 38 okay. pounds for a woman, 50 for a man. Um, okay. And if you can't lift the weight, then you may, yeah, I could see someone say, you're not qualified to do this job. There are some potentials out there, but those should be addressed before you hire the person. Well, this is the big crux of this issue is yeah. that whoever hired her should have realized that, you know, you can't make a tall latte when you're that short. You? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know... It, Here's the other thing. Why couldn't they just reassign that person like cash register only duties and clean up the, right. the front of the store duties? And you know that that happens too because there are certain people in the certain Starbucks that I frequent all the time that are always on the front register. They're not baristas per se. So there, there are those kinds of jobs. Now, if she's on a stool mixing hot foam or whatever it is they do and falls off the stool and drops the coffee pots and this and that and the other – Yes, that could be a danger. Just as if the person who was five foot four standing there doing it regularly and trips and falls and drops everything would be a danger. So I don't see that if she needed to stand on a stool to work the machines or to hand stuff out to the drive through, it just doesn't seem like it's that big of an impediment to doing the job. I don't understand. And, and I mean, they do. They they said that it would be in the way of the other people who have to make the drinks. But you know what? How many people do they have making the drinks at the same time at the machine? It, yeah, it really depends, and and I just I just don't buy it. I just don't think it's that big of a deal, or I don't know. I, next time I go in, which will probably be today, I'm going to view how tall the counter is. And see, yeah, and see what the deal is on that because they're all pretty standard, and the equipment is all pretty standard. So I can't imagine she wouldn't have been able to to manipulate it. Aren't it practically like push push a button? now they have yeah, a, most a, of it's all super, mixed and blend it's very easy well they put all the somebody puts all of the uh the, the beans up in the hopper on the top and they mm-hmm. press a button and it goes and they put the cup underneath i mean they practically it's they, it, they they could practically make you make your own drink the way it right. is 
Right, exactly. Essentially, yeah. I mean, essentially, you're paying for mixology, not for you know someone. Because do you remember back in the day they would get the coffee grinds and go, and they would have a like a little filter thing, a metal deal, and they would stick it in, and then they'd you know turn it 90 degrees under the the espresso machine, and then mm-hmm. it would psh, brew that. At the same, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, and then at the same time they're, you know, hitting the milk and all that stuff. They don't do any of that stuff anymore. It's all automated more now, right? Yeah, all they do is go yeah. make me an espresso and it goes and it grinds the bean, <laughs> it fill, it runs the water, I mean the water, it's all integrated. You don't have they don't have to touch a thing. Basically just stick the cup underneath and while that's going on, they're steaming up some milk and they toss it in, throw a little bit of chocolate, hand it to you and go, "There's your drink." So, okay, so unless the button for that machine is six feet in the air for this poor gal, right. I don't know why she wouldn't be able to, to work there. But here's goes back to sort of what we talked about last week about the overweight people on the plane, yeah. okay? okay? And that sometimes you just don't get to do everything you want to do. And if you're not tall enough per the regulations of Starbucks, here again, they should have figured all this out before they hired her. Mm -hmm. But then that's just a job you don't get. Just like you wouldn't be, um, I mean, you couldn't tend bar if you were that tall or that short and the bar is four and a half feet tall, you wouldn't be able to be a bartender and you can't get all uprighteous about that, right? Yeah, if you can't uh, reach the bar. You can't do it. You can't do it. If you have no arms and you're an amputee, you can't work there either, right? I mean, there's just things certain people can't do, and it's not – apparently it's not okay to say that out loud. Well, it, right. Giant people can't sit on airplanes, and short people can't make coffee. I guess we just – I can make all the coffee I want. <laughs> but you're not a dwarf. You're just short. Damn it. <laughs> You're trying to get that special classification, and you don't even qualify. You are just a regular person. Well, thanks. (laughs) No, but you know what I'm saying? And I guess I sound horrible to say that, but it's sort of true. Mm, Well, yeah. No, I, I, you know, I mean, not everybody can join the Navy. I mean, right. You know, or whatever the No matter how much you want to. Right. Like, right. like be a flight. Did you ever hear that story about the lady want to be a flight attendant? And she was, I think, a dwarf or really, or really short. And, the, right. and there was a, a requirement, a height requirement. Mm-hmm. And she had her legs broken and extended. Ooh. And, and that worked? And it worked. Yes. Okay. And, she, and she became tall enough to be a flight attendant and she got to do it. Interesting. And and here again, if there are safety issues, like the flight attendants need to be able to open those security or safety right. doors and all that. So yeah, there are some physical restrictions on people. And mm-hmm. and sometimes not everybody can do everything that's physically required. So mm-hmm. I I I don't think I do think Starbucks should have accommodated her in some way and given her one of the twenty five other jobs that could probably be done without having to be a certain height in the organization. Uh, yeah, I don't, I think that that, but see, and I guess this is the other thing. When I think of Starbucks as a store like that, even if it's corporate store or whatever, it comes down to a person fired her, you know, Starbucks corporation didn't fire her. At least I don't think so. And I don't necessarily know that Starbucks corporation got involved until later. And then once they did, they probably didn't really know what to do. Right. I would now. I don't know why this continues to go on. That's what the thing that puzzles me is that 
Starbucks, even with the with this kind of publicity, should have already made amends. And fix this. And fix this. They're, like the Southwest people did last week, right? With yeah. The, yeah, ladies. they should have yeah. said, oh, you know, we're sorry that person, rogue, rogue uh, manager that fired you, because I'm sure it was a manager in the place who was having a bad day, who was frustrated because, you know, uh, five different teenagers didn't show up to work that day. And now this other person isn't, uh, you know, able to do the job and they just hired the person and they're like, well, I got to get you a stepladder. Well, that's a bunch of bull. You're fired. You're fired. Get out of here. I mean, I can't imagine what it was like. Can you imagine how traumatic that would be? It would be very traumatic. Yeah. I mean, I get it that she's damaged from that or slightly, but. He or she. Yeah. Oh, what's right. We don't know if it's a girl. Why do I think it's a girl? I don't know. Because she's short. I thought we had talked about that. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. I know. I'm the world's meanest person and I'm horrible about it, but. And now they can't have all those piercings and tattoos and stuff. They don't hire you if you got all that stuff going on. Oh, is that a new thing? Okay, it's what's been going on for a while. They, they kind of have a more, they're trying to be a little bit more corporate than than they used to be in the past. Remember in the past, it used to be, you could be, you know. You yeah, were, you had to have tattoos and piercings to get employed. I yeah. know, yeah. So that's kind of. like Whole Foods does the same thing. They don't have a problem with any of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, which is interesting. Yeah. makes It's fine if, if that's where you want to work for the rest of your life, but I think it could be hard if you want to transition out of that into something else. You know, and talking about just getting hired at places, did you hear that you can't just get a job at McDonald's anymore? Why is that? Because um, McDonald's jobs are hard to come by. Oh. <laughs> that you, well, they it, just had their hiring day, and they hired 50,000 people two weeks ago. Is that right? Across the country at McDonald's. So maybe you can't get one because they hired all those people that day. But those people had to actually submit resumes. I'm not surprised. And With the unemployment as it is, McDonald's can pick and choose that, now. That's what I'm saying. That it's, yeah. That, that they, were a, they required a resume to get hired at McDonald's. It's not like just fill out an application and we'll give you a call and you'll get hired because we're desperate. They're like, right. they're like uh, have you ever cooked food before? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And choose, they have college graduates applying. So they've got lots of, of people that can fill those jobs now. Oh, and are willing to do so. You bet. Yeah. yeah. So okay. did you ever work fast food when you were a kid? No. Oh. I did See, not. I was a Burger King employee for about three weeks. Oh, really? And I do know that they will specify, and this is one flattering comment I, I got in my life. Um, the gentleman, the manager of the place, uh-huh. nice, nice enough guy. And when he hired me, he said, you're only going to have to work the counter because you have a nice smile. I never had to bur- do burgers. I never had to do the fries. I only got to work on the counter. Really? I thought well, that was nice. So yeah. Right, right now I, I have an image of you in a uh, hat with. <laughs> exactly. It was the brown polyester uniform uh-huh. with the hat uh-huh. and the, the shoes. And yeah, back when they used to make you dress like that. Uh-huh. Yes. And yeah. three weeks, you had enough. Is that what it was, or are you? Well, you know what happened it was sort of a tragedy. Um, the place got robbed a night that I wasn't working there. Thank goodness. And everybody that got robbed got thrown into the freezer, and they were robbed at gunpoint. It was the Burger King right there by Montclair High School on Central and and San Bernardino Street. Oh, where the where the UA Theater used to be, exactly. Or is what's to be. there now? I don't know. Now it's an Indian religious temple. Oh, is it? 
Oh, yeah, wow. like a yoga center, and yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, uh-huh. so right there, they all got robbed, got put into the freezer. Nobody was hurt or anything, but they took all the money, and it was a big mess. So my mom said, you don't have to go back to work there. So uh-huh. I didn't have to go. Wow. So I left that job. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but that was, a, I mean, you know, for three weeks, hey, it was fun. Wow. Hey, I'm trying to think. No, I never, I never worked fast food. I only, yeah. only food I worked was in the Navy. Oh. <laughs> Believe me, that sucked. That's KP at its finest. Yeah. yeah. I, I washed some dishes. Believe me. It was, I bet. And, and you know what? It was depressing. It was probably, that was the most depressing thing I ever did in the Navy was, was that because it was just the same thing for eight hours a day. Oh my gosh. Eight. Obviously were you wearing gloves? Your hands would have fallen off. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, it wasn't really washing them so much as I was back where the, they, you know, they sent them through the big washing machine, dishwasher, right. and then you got to take them off and put them in the stacks and get them all ready for the next meal and so three meals breakfast lunch and dinner yeah it's a 24-hour process too with all those people that's what i well that's what i got for failing at a nuclear power school oh no (laughs) two weeks (laughs) two weeks in hell oh bummer oh well i'll tell you yeah yeah but hey, it, it was right. it was a good experience because when people used to ask me, well, did you have because on the submarine, I didn't have to do that. OK. And a lot of guys did. And they did it right. for months. Oh, thank goodness. So you had served your time in dish purgatory. Well, I, I, yeah, I felt like I had at least done a little bit of that, you know. Yeah. It's an experience yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone should have once. Well, sure. It keeps le- level playing field if everyone's done that, right? Yeah. Well, you, you, may, you have that memory. Of, so you know what other people are going through. They could appreciate that, you know. You bet. Oh, most definitely, yes. Yeah. And they, wow. And they call them cranks. At least they used to on the submarine. Oh, cranks. Cranks, okay. yes. Because they were upset or because they were... That was like uh, the name. And, and, you know, it wasn't until long after I got off the boat and everything that right. I that I understood that it was a derogatory name and that okay. they, they're not allowed to call them that anymore. Oh, interesting. Oh. Yeah. And see, I thought crank was meant, it was like a handle. You're, yeah, like you're cranking you're, you're, and grinding away at things yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's a hard job, so you're cranking. Because they would yeah. say you're cranking. It was like a verb. But it huh. it really was crank the noun. And so uh, that's why it was different. Oh. Well, you know who's a little bit cranky? Who's that? Maria Schreiber. Yes. <laughs> Let's move right into that. <laughs> and rightfully so, don't you think? Uh, you know, Yes, I totally think so. I, I completely think so. But I also, at the same time, go, duh. Duh. <laughs> duh. Wait, back when he was running for governor the first time, when like 10 zillion women came up and said, that mother effer, like, right. try to F me. Right. <laughs> and, right. and everyone was like, oh, no, he, Arnold's a, he's an innocent man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not so much. Yeah, well, you know, I here again, my statement from earlier is like, whatever you're going to do, you're going to do, but don't make kids out of it and make a mess of everything. That's just ridiculous in this day and age. This is not the 1600s. Come on. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And, and frankly, I don't know. They're claiming that he didn't divulge this until just now. Like, she didn't know before. She knew before. Oh, come on. Come on. About the baby or the kid or whatever. It's not a baby. It's a 14-year-old boy, apparently. Well, you think that that he's not been supporting this kid for this whole time? 
No, he's been supporting him, and the the woman still works on staff and has lived there. I think he bought her a house or whatever that that she lived in with the kid. He fully acknowledged the kid to her apparently, yeah. but just not to the rest of his wife and children. <laughs> and of course, ran on the old Republican family values bullshit that gets trotted out every election about. You know, dads need to do what's right by their kids, and people need to stand up and be better parents, and we need to we, all just we get did back a to good family. So I, 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 man, yes. I wanted to do is yeah. that Arnold voice, you know. <laughs> Here in California, yeah. we need to all yeah. take care of our children. Take yes, exactly. Children yeah, you know, <sighs> that's like, uh, and you, you know, it's easy to throw it on onto the Republicans. And, and I know, well, but, hold on, because, you know, we have friends who are conservative. Yeah. You know, and then you say, well, you're painting with a broad brush. I mean, because there's other, there's Democrats that are just as bad as Republicans. But you know what? And it's all these politicians, you know, it, like in that song, You're Free to Wear Sunscreen, you know, where they talk about the 10 million different th- uh, things for the future that you should know. Right, right. You know, and one of the things that they say is that all politicians will flander. You know, and it's so true. I mean, here it's very true. They it's all do. A, yes, it's a powerful position that does stuff to people, good or and bad, and and that just messes people up, I guess. Yeah. So whether it's Bill Clinton or right. uh, you know uh, these Republican guys, like the one that went to the Appalachians, but it was really. Messing around with oh, the San- Governor Sanford, yes, yeah, yes, Governor Hiking Sanford. the Appalachian Trail, yeah, yes. yeah, I'm hiking the Appalachian. <laughs> you know, I love that euphemism. Yes, you know, uh, uh, Governor Elliot Spitzer. Oh boy, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, with yeah. his situation, I mean, I and, he was paying for it. He was paying, yeah. <laughs> he was only paying for conversation, though. He didn't actually. Right, do it. That's what. That's that's a, that's a story, and he's sticking to it. <laughs> Right. Uh, I get it. It's not flattering. Infidelity and all of that is wrong. And, and, and I feel bad for Maria in so much as, as, you know, nobody wants their marriage to dissolve. That's not okay. And they still have young children. And, and so it's ugly, but it's not terribly unexpected. You know, I, I, you know, I really wonder about some of it. I, I almost wonder if she's known about it. How do you not know about it? How do you oh, not? I think it's very easy to not know about. How, it, how do you not see this? You don't kid, want to. How do you not see your uh, person on staff's kid and go, "My God, you know that oh. kid really looks a lot like you, Arnold." Look at the he forehead could, on that kid. He, he, that kid could be your. You know that kid. Kid could be your son. Oh, oh dear. Oh my God. You know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That could be bad. That yeah. could definitely be bad. I I think I don't know if she had a way of knowing or not, and if she would have. You used it if she did. I don't know. It, it, I, um, I follow this one gal on uh, Facebook and Twitter, the, the, uh-huh. the redhead. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've seen her. Right. There. She writes for uh, magazines like uh, I think Inc. or a big, I mean, real, like real pub- okay. published magazines. And she's pretty good about communicating with people who follow her. And uh, she was asking for kind of jokes or whatever about Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I it said, I wrote my comment was uh, the the reason that he came out and talked about this was because he wanted to spend more time with his kids, which is always, you know, the reason why people get out of politics. Right. <laughs> I want to spend sure, more time spend with more time my family. family. Yes. And now he will. <laughs> and now he's going to. 
the, the one I, the line I liked was a quote from Maria Shriver. I will not be back. Oh, is that what she wrote? <laughs> and, uh, you know, the whole, all of his movie titles lend themselves. The Spurminator. Lies and all that stuff, you know. I heard the Spurminator. <laughs> True lies, yes. Oh, that's, that's pretty gosh. good. I, you know, even with all that, I guess he's sort of a giant capital A Arnold, but he wasn't terribly unlikable as governor. And now this is really tarnishing to his career that I think was going to be trying to make a little bit of comeback in the movies. Yeah. So I'm curious how this is going to all work out for him. You know what? I think that you will have more, mostly a segment of ladies that are definitely going to say you're a piece of shit. Right. And that's basically going to be that group that will not, I mean, it's just like, you know, like there's a bunch of Jewish folks running around that will never watch another uh, movie with uh, what's his name? Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. You know. Yeah. You know. And I was just gonna say, you know, he's got Mel Gibson has just gone through this, and and I think this is as bad as the the love child that Arnold has. I mean, Mel Gibson's just a crazy loon, and now he's gonna make that movie, and Five Bucks says he'll get nominated for an Oscar, and he'll be just back on track. I don't know. I don't know. Hollywood is... People forgive. You know, it's crazy. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. But I will say that I think Arnold has a better shot of turning this around in a way than Mel Gibson does. Then Mel, Gib- Mel Gibson was loony. It, Mel Gibson was like Charlie Sheen crazy like that. Yes. He, but... he'll, he'll never get forgiven by Maria Shriver. And that's understandable. And that's her deal. Yeah, but they, exactly. But, so. but you know what? That's exactly it. That is an internal family issue. You bet. And, and, and you know, we, we make it out like this is the only person in the world that has ever had sex with somebody else and had a baby with somebody else. Sorry, it's my talk. <laughs> wow, what a great sound effect. I just, uh, I, I, Sorry, it's... Um, I added that. There was a fire truck that went by, and my dog likes to howl. Sorry. Nice, nice. <laughs> so, so, I mean, it. unfortunately, it's, you know, it, it's the stuff of Jerry Springer and uh, all these TV shows. and Yeah, becomes fodder, it, that's for sure. It's, it's real. Yeah. So... I don't know. I, I just think that he'll he'll donate a lot of money and a lot of time to uh, good causes because yeah. he has it to do and he has right. a lot and he has time to do it and yeah. and he will apologize a, a zillion million times and uh, he'll continue to try to be the best father he can be and I'm sh- I'm sure that's what he'll do. I'll be surprised if he does anything different. Right. Yeah, that's, and that's all he can do at this point. You know, I don't know what else you could do to resurrect yourself from this other than just moving forward and living a little straighter and cleaner, I guess. But, but why Why was this outed right now like this? Well, you know, they split up. So I don't know why. I don't know if the woman was asking for something from him or if there was a – I'm not sure. There'll be a DNA test and I'll run you through the whole ringer and blah, oh, blah, Oh, you, you bet. You bet. Know. But I don't think there, he's ever questioned that it wasn't his kid because they have stated that he has cared for it um, financially anyway for the last 14 years. So, so, so I don't know. It seems to me like he'd just say, you know what? So what? <laughs> right. Right. Uh, what's her name? Gloria Allred. Are you familiar with her from back in your California days? She is this terrible person 
that um, she's an attorney, and she turns up whenever there's any one of these kinds of cases. Uh -huh. And before Arnold got elected or was running for governor, she was representing one of the several women who were accusing him of being a philanderer. And, and the sad thing is for that woman is, yes, he was a philanderer, and we knew that then, and we know that for sure now, but because Gloria Allred is such a crazy character really lent no credibility to her case. Oh, yeah. But Allred was on the news today saying, you know, that this woman, the mother of the child, needs to have the paternity proven in court, even if he acknowledges that the kid is his, because if he were to die, then the, the boy would be entitled to his Social Security and to whatever part of inheritance and all of this and that. And it's like, yeah, I guess he probably needs to make all of that right for this boy. A actually, but, actually, the way that someone like Arnold Schwarzenegger is probably set up, Mm -hmm. Your kids aren't entitled to anything. Well, through the state of California, they'd be entitled to his Social Security. Okay. Yeah. Well, whoop if they're under 18 yeah. and he dies. But, I mean, yeah. that, that's it. Yeah. And he may not have any Social Security. Well, he's paid paid taxes and earned money, so I don't know. Oh, I don't know oh, if you're, you own business or whatever when, you, when you're an actor like that. I don't know. Maybe well, he's incorporated. Right. But yeah. as governor, he probably – that's probably when he paid the majority yeah, of his social security taxes. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it pro I bet you over his lifetime he does not paid himself into the fund. You're right. I'm sure it would be a, a nominal amount of money, but yeah. it, just something that she oh. said sh should be proven in court. And it's oh. like, really? If he's already said it's his kid, just let it go with that, you know? <laughs> Who cares? I don't know. I, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I, and there's that assumption of paternity. If you pay for the child and you house the child and you whatever, there's like even people who end up getting divorced that have been with women who had children by other men, then they're still stuck paying for that. Oh, child. Yeah, yeah. That happens all the time. Parental responsibility. So, yeah. Yeah. And here again, just come on, guys, just cover it up and don't don't get yourself into this mess. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit simple, I think. I don't, you know, what do I know? Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, some things just don't need to be on TV every night. That's right. But, you know, okay, now we know. Thank you very much. You've just right. you've only confirmed everything we already knew, anyways. That's right. <laughs> okay, right. moving on. Yeah. <laughs> and with moving on, that is kind of the end of our show for today. I should say we're going to be away next week. Yeah. But, but we will be back right away afterwards. Maybe we'll. Uh, we'll I don't know. We'll see if we can pull something early or not. I don't know. Gosh, I wouldn't count on it, but okay. Okay, we'll, okay. well maybe not. Okay, <laughs> but we'll be back the fo that following Wednesday. So definitely stay tuned, but I will have another great show for you. So for TJ Talks, I'm Judd. And I'm Teresa. And we will chat with you later. Talk to you later.
And, and see, I thought crank was meant it was like a handle. You're, yeah, like you're, you're 